Hey everybody, welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. Today I'm introducing you to my friend Bronwyn Eisen. Bronwyn owns a yoga studio and she's a yoga instructor here in La Quinta, California. And at first I have to start out by saying if you're ever in the Palm Springs area and you want to take a really good yoga class, you can find all the information about her studio. And the reason I brought her on the show is because I know that there are many of you out there that are going to feel very motivated by her story. She was dealt a hardship in 2007, a really unexpected situation that appeared in her life. And instead of allowing it to beat her down and cause her to shrink, she just kept taking the necessary steps that were needed in her life to provide for her and her two small children. So she is a single mom. She's a small business owner, and she shared some pretty personal stuff on the story. And she also is going to share success tips on how to get your small business seen and how to be heard in your local community. And I know the story is going to really inspire you. So thanks for joining us. Stay tuned and enjoy the show today. And welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I'm a licensed esthetician, spa owner, industry consultant, speaker, and journalist, and the founder of the Beauty Biz Club, which is the only professional success-based society designed to dramatically up your bookings, increase your profits, and provide you with industry-specific resources that are needed to succeed. If you'd like to know more about how you can become a member of the Beauty Biz Club, please visit beautybizclub.com. Now I invite you to join me as I feature inspirational messages from industry gurus and practical tips to tap into your best success. Stay tuned for some serious Beauty Biz entertainment. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete, and I have a very special friend with me here today. Her name is Bronwyn Eisen. Hi, Bronwyn. Hi, Lori. Thanks for joining us. I heard you're hiding out in your yoga studio recording this today. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy, first of all, to catch up with you because I feel like it's been forever and it's long overdue. And yes, I'm kind of tucked away in my yoga studio over here so that we don't get interrupted. Well, I guess that leads into the introduction of who you are. Bronwyn is my yoga instructor. She owns a local small business here in La Quinta. And I guess people listening in from all over the world would maybe recognize Palm Springs in the Palm Springs area. So the reason I brought you on is because I think you're such an inspiration to women. So I want to talk a little bit about your journey into becoming a small business owner. Ah, well, thanks, Lori. And yes, you and I have sat down and had coffee and chatted many of times about both of our journeys. So I appreciate very much that you recognize my journey. And it has been quite the journey for certain. And even this month marks the four-year anniversary of when I opened Evolve. So this is kind of a fun, big month of celebration. And I'm very, very grateful to be able to even keep my doors open as, you know, as long as I have. And it just keeps getting bigger and better. And I'm so grateful, but I never saw myself on this path, Lori. So, uh, 
<laughs> this kind of happened by accident, lit- almost like literally by an accident. <laughs> well, sometimes accidents lead us to where we're supposed to be. And I, I think you have a background actually in journalism. Is that correct? Yes. So I was living in Arizona and attended uh, Arizona State University, went to the Walter Cronkite School and received a degree in broadcast journalism. So I was really gung-ho and moving forward towards having that big anchor spot on, say, Fox News, CNN, a big network. And that's where my journey was leading me when I was living in Arizona until... I had a foot injury that set me back a little bit and I was going through physical therapy. And once that was over, the physical therapist said to me, you know, if you really want to restore balance, gain strength back into your, into your leg, back into your body and even, you know, reduce your stress level. And if you have any anxiety, yoga would be a great place for you to go. So I stepped on the mat at a gym that I was attending, and I've never stepped off, and it's been almost 20 years <laughs> since that. Well, watching you teach yoga and watching you lead in the front of the classroom, I never would have guessed that you hadn't been doing it your whole life. Was it something that just came naturally to you? Well, I've always been very active, very physical, very much into health and wellness and staying in shape. Uh, and that is, I can attribute both my parents for, for that because they always had a very healthy lifestyle. So I would have to say, you know, as far as the health and wellness part of it, yeah, I was attracted to it, but you know, I, I didn't see myself ever teaching, let alone owning a studio. It wasn't, I didn't think it was part of my destiny. So sometimes a uh, poor circumstance can lead you um, to the other end of that rainbow where you get that pot of gold, you know? (laughs) Well, I think, you know, that's one of the reasons I wanted you on the show today is because you do so much basically as a single mom and a business owner. And I know that's going to inspire a lot of my listeners. So how did you make that transition from journalist, go get them, want to be on CNN or, (laughs) or Fox to yoga instructor in another state, opening your own business. It had to be kind of scary. Like what all happened to lead you to this place that you're at now? Well, indeed, it was scary as I'll get out for certain. I, uh, let's see, it was in 2007. And if uh, some of us can rewind a little bit, may recall that that is when our economy took um, a big downturn. And I was married at the time. And, uh, at that time, everything was not working out in my marriage, the economy crashed. So it led to a lot of things that weren't working out in, in my life. So I then was going through a divorce and it led to that of, uh, us losing our home. I ended up having to return my car because the house, the car, everything was being repoed. So I was losing everything. With two small babies. With two small babies. So I had a newborn and a toddler. And so while I was losing everything, I was really, it, it makes me sad sometimes to think back that I was in such a state of even denial, not understanding what was happening. I felt like it came on so quickly. Uh, it, it was a whirlwind. And on top of that, 10 days after I had my second baby, I came down with pneumonia, 
which later I ended up learning, um, which took a while to diagnose, that I had something called coccidiomycosis, which is also known as valley fever. It is an upper respiratory disease. So while in the middle of losing my house, having to turn my car in, having to pack up a house with two small children and being sick, it was, I, I mean, I sometimes look back and go, I don't even know how I did that. But when I do look back, I, I really am grateful for the faith that I had, my family, my friends, a lot of people stepped up to the plate because they realized, oh my gosh, like you're in dire straits here. It was not a good situation. So when I moved to California, because my family helped me move here, I also didn't have a house, didn't have a car. My dad had to give me a car, which I borrowed from him for two years, which I'm very, very grateful for. Uh, but there were two things that I knew how to do, Lori, and I knew broadcasting and I knew how to teach yoga. So it was very difficult to even find a job in broadcasting because they were doing a lot of one man band, especially because the economy was so bad. So they were really tapering back on their hiring and people weren't really, you know, spending extra money to go and work out. Uh, fortunately I came across some opportunities that I was able to do both careers simultaneously, but they were both so part-time that really didn't give me enough of an income to help support myself. So I had to really humble myself. And at this point, my parents were like, we can't do any more for you. You need to figure this out. So it pushed me to a point where I had to go on food stamps and state assistance. And that was a very shameful time for me because here I was a woman with a degree. I felt like I, you know, had so much going for me in my life before everything crashed. And here I was with two little girls on food stamps and not even really having a place to live of which my parents helped me with that, but and not even having means of transportation except for the car that my dad gave me, of which I'm so grateful for, like I said. So, you know, I was, it was, it was hard, Lori. It was tough. Um, and meanwhile, I was still sick. I was still sick with that upper respiratory disease and I was not even diagnosed until I saw a doctor here in Palm Springs. You know, it's funny because I read Suzanne Summers had that. They thought it was actually lung cancer. Her cancer had come back. And a lot of my friends that live in Arizona have had that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's more serious than I think people even imagine. And, and the thing is, it's very difficult to diagnose. So the first time I was tested for it, it came back negative. Second time I was tested for it, came back negative. And I, and I was like, you know what, something is really wrong here. And they wanted to put me on an antifungal diflucan. And I was on it. They wanted to put me on it for six months. And I was like, this just doesn't seem right. So that is when I really turned, I started to try to do as much yoga as I could, even at home, but also um, starting to go to a gym and start to practice again. And then also I ended up healing myself through diet, really, and through utilizing the breathing techniques in yoga. So my yoga practice really has helped me in so many different areas of my life where I never knew how healing the practice could truly be other than, you know, it's more than just the physical practice. Well, yeah, I imagine the breathing techniques strengthen the lungs and then focusing on your gut helps get everything in order in our body. People to underestimate 
the, the power of food and how it can make and break or break our bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was really able to help rehabilitate myself through good food, good diet, and really that of um, my yoga practice as well. And because it helped to keep my stress and anxiety levels down because it was very, very stressful. So I think it was at that point in your life where I heard about you. Jay was working at a gym out here in Palm Springs. And um, one of his friends, James said, I said, I kind of want to go to yoga. Do you know of any good instructors out here? And he said, there's this one girl, Bronwyn, and she's over at the polo club and she plays the best music and she's the best instructor. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. Yeah. I know who James is. That's very, very sweet. So yeah, my journey started at teaching at a private club here. And then when that they started to cut back on my teaching hours. So I thought, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. I I really need to kind of start doing my own thing. So that's when I um, took that journey out to the polo fields. And I had a friend there who suggested that uh, I meet with the owner of the polo club. So I did. And he was gracious enough to lend me a space out there that was really supposed to be for the polo players until I said, hey, you know, I don't know if they're all really going to show up. Do you think we could open this to the public? And then with no marketing budget, which I'm sure some of your clients can relate to, especially as they're building their businesses with no marketing budget, I was like, okay, Vista Print's going to have to make it happen here for me. I started (laughs) printing out all these postcards and I blanketed this town with postcards. You know, what's funny. I never made it to the polo club to take yoga from you. I met you after one day I was, I got up at like five in the morning and I was just, my body was craving yoga. So I Googled local yoga and this place out in La Quinta popped up and I, I drove over there. I remember it was like five minutes late for the class. I'm like, I'm going to annoy probably whoever's teaching this class, but I'm never late for anything, but I have to be here. (laughs) No, I don't get bothered by that. I'm just happy that people show up no matter when you come. So, And I want to talk about that because, okay, so I go in there and then you and I became friends and I'll never forget you telling me that we were talking about when you used to teach at the polo club and you said, you know what, sometimes it was just you and your mother there, but you never gave up. And I think that's such an inspirational frame of mind to share with other women and especially my listeners, because sometimes they're just starting out in business. And when you have to sit there all day long and hope for a client, it's a little bit depressing. Oh, Yes. And I would recommend, you know, consistency. I was consistent. I mean, and it was, it was my mom and I showed up, my mom and I showed up and then it was like, okay. And my mom's like, just, just keep showing up there. And then once I started blanketing this town, I'm like, well, maybe somebody's going to show up. Like my cards are out there. <laughs> you know, I was, what did so you put hopeful. on the postcard? Just, Hey, I'm Bronwyn. You know, I'm I, teaching I, here or, well, I put a pose. Uh, I put myself into a yoga pose of which I had a very, very good friend who was able to, my mom's like, you need to get pictures. So I was able to get some pictures from a friend who's a local photographer here. He was very, very sweet and gracious with me. And so then I started utilizing that photography to make some of my advertising postcards. And then I, yeah, I was basically saying I was out at the polo club and if you came out for the first time, it was free. And then I didn't even, I was just, it was funny, Lori, because I had no system. I was just like, yeah, okay, show up. And then people were like, oh, well, I didn't bring any cash with me. I'll catch you next time. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm watching like money walk out the door here. Like, and I'm not, I'm here for a reason. Like I'm here to give, but <laughs> I have I to feed my need, kids. I have to feed my kids. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. 
Yeah. So then I started to notice people started coming. So then more people started coming. And then next thing you knew, I had a room of full of like 40 people, but it, it took a long time and it took consistency. And the one thing about being out there too, was that because they have so many events, Lori, I was always being displaced. I was on this part of the polo ground. Then I was over here and I was sending evites every single week. Like I remember. Uh, so that was kind that, of your first newsletter. Yeah, that was kind <laughs> of my little first e-bike. newsletter. It was like an e-bike. Come join me for yoga. Well, you know, what's funny. I teach this all the time. So anyone listening in, if you've taken my marketing classes, you know, I talk about positioning yourself and that's what you did. Literally, <laughs> you got in a position and you sent a postcard out. Yeah. And, and the other thing I did too was because of my journalistic background, I started, this would also be something that I would recommend to, to your listeners or those who are starting out in business. And even if they're already well into their business, get in touch with any of your local publications and ask if you can write some sort of story on whether it's health and beauty or, um, you know, whatever their business is so that they can start to expose themselves and get themselves out into the community. And you really can start to make a presence that way. And so, and a lot of times publications are looking to fill space. Yeah. So they, they need want good content. Yeah, they, need, they need good content. So it's, it's actually a way that you can get yourself out there. And a lot of times they'll work trade with you too. So they'll say, okay, well, we'll give you an ad if you write for us. And then it's a win-win situation. So now you're getting more exposure. You're in their publication on a regular basis. Um, And, you know, I still do that to this day because, one, it's a way for me to get my blog out there. Two, it gives me greater exposure in my community. And I'm being able to hopefully, whoever's reading it, is gaining something from it, that they're really, you know, getting something from what I'm sharing. You're providing value. And yes. you do. I always read your, your article when you're in the desert health news out here. And that's something else I want you to share with. Well, I guess I'm getting ahead of myself here. So first of all, how did you go from filling up that room at the polo fields to opening your own small business? Cause that is not easy. Like to find a place to lease and to do it over and to get all the stuff you need to make it happen. Yes. You know, it boiled down to this, that Fortunately, I had enough people coming and enough people supporting me to where I had a lot of encouragement around me, people saying, you know what, like you should open your own space. I thought, oh my gosh, are these people insane? Like how on earth could I ever do that? I have, I have no money to do that. I'm a single mom. I mean, I'm just trying to get by here. And I noticed too, I was getting so displaced so much more often because of the concerts and everything that weddings and uh, polo and everything that they were having over there that I just said, you know what, if I really want to have a viable business here, I'm going to need to take a leap of faith. So for about six months, myself and my brother really helped along in this journey to, to build out a business plan. And I was able to get a lot of market research that my brother was able to obtain. Can I ask you, like, because I talk about market research all the time, like what kind of market research did you guys do? Can you just give three maybe little tips of the type of market research you did before opening your business? Well, first of all, you wanted to know who your demographic was around you. I was able to recognize also, are there any competitors around me? I have a lot of competitors around me. I have approximately 13 country clubs that all offer fitness at their country club, and they offer yoga in their country club. But not everyone may be able to go at those certain times, and that may not be, maybe they want to get out of the club. 
So I kind of took a leap of faith on that one. And then let's see, a third one as far as market research. What about finding a space? That's something you probably had to really investigate. Yeah, I really had to investigate that too, Lori. And, and I, you know, I live here in La Quinta. I wanted something that was close, uh, convenient. And uh, the other thing was there was nothing that was closer in this old town area. There was no studio. There's this, you know, there may be other studios in town. There really aren't a lot of yoga studios in our area, which I, I, you know, there's enough for everybody. So, and we all have a different, different vibe and how we teach and everything, but there was nothing down here. So that was the other thing. And I felt like, gosh, this whole area is not being served with, with yoga. So, uh, yeah, we, looked around and were able to find a space, uh, coming into this space, you know, my family came in here and painted. I didn't hire any contractors because I didn't have the money. We painted out the whole place. My biggest investment was that of putting my signs up, adding my amazing flooring that I have and putting up some blinds because otherwise I'd have all open windows and, you know, it, it helps to, you know, block out the sun. But that was my biggest investment because those things were the most essential. Someone also had heard that I was starting a business. They had some yoga equipment that they weren't using anymore. So I kind of started out with some of the things that they used to have. And then I just, I, I took that leap of faith. I, I was scared. I was so scared. I was thinking, I hope people show up. <laughs> but based upon the market research, and that's why it's so important to do your homework first, uh, you know, we knew that we would be able to serve a community here that was, that was seeking fitness and, or yoga. Well, I remember driving by, we were going out to dinner and this is before I knew you. And I, before I knew you were the Bronwyn from the polo fields, (laughs) I remember (laughs) driving by and seeing that sign go up for evolve yoga. And I said to Jay, gosh, they're out in the middle of nowhere. I hope they do okay here because I'm a small business owner. Mm -hmm, (laughs) So these mm -hmm. things come to mind. And then I started going to your classes. I'm like, holy cow, she can fill a room. (laughs) Like, and you did it. I felt like it was fast that you started filling a room. And I think this is what I was jumping ahead to a, a few minutes ago. I think it's because of how you've positioned yourself in our community. So will you talk about how you did that and the importance of it? Cause you really are involved in the community. Yes, I am. And I believe that, you know, first and foremost, I I believe in serving my community and I want to do a lot for my community. And in return, they are very supportive of me. Um, When I was out at Empire Polo Club, uh, Lululemon had just opened their doors and they have uh, an ambassador program. And it's so crazy to me. I look back and I go, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? They had asked me to be an ambassador and I actually declined the first time because I was an ambassador for somebody else and I knew it would be a conflict of interest. I'm very, very fortunate that they came back around again and asked me to be an ambassador. So I was first an ambassador for them in 2013 through 2015. That gave a lot of community presence. It gave me an opportunity, um, more or less even a platform, to be able and go out and serve the community even more. Uh, It wasn't something, you know, when you're an ambassador for them, you are doing it because you love serving and it's not of necessarily personal you know, reward. It's that of giving, giving back. So, you know, ambassadors, we're not paid 
to go and, and teach yoga for free or any sort of fitness class, but it's that of, of serving. So I positioned myself, I guess, in a way prior to so that I was recognized to even be asked to be an ambassador. But uh, yeah, positioning your, like I said, writing an article for someone or also getting in touch with your local television stations. Now, I fortunately have that background in television to where I know pretty much everybody that works here in media. So I was really able to connect with them and say, hey, you know what? You guys should be doing a feature on yoga. You know, what do you think about this or that? And, you know, bringing something unique to the table that they found attractive. Now, what if somebody doesn't have those contacts? I've heard you call the assignment desk. Is there a, a, a tip you could give our listeners if they want to be featured on a local station? Sure. I would recommend uh, Googling like how to write a press release if you don't know how to write a press release already. Write a press release, uh, send it to the assignment desk. And you know what? The other thing, be, the, you know, be that squeaky wheel. Follow up. Call. Hey you know what, I sent in this press release. I've got something really unique here. I'd really like to have the opportunity, you know, just, you, it's really all about selling yourself and you have to position yourself and know that what you're doing is a value and that you believe so much in what you're doing that other people, like you want them to try it. You want them to be a part of it. And so I would, I would definitely say follow up. Like, so you send your press release in, you don't hear from, from them. Probably one of the best days to even send those. Don't do it on a Monday. <laughs> um, you want to send it maybe on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Good to and, know. Um, yeah, so that you have a little bit more leverage there because they're a little overwhelmed on Mondays and we get very excited on Mondays to kick everything off. So I would, I would recommend that. Uh, just follow up, follow, follow through. Um, maybe position yourself where you know that the television station or radio station is going to be somewhere to where you can go and introduce yourself. Ooh, that's a good idea. That's how I got on the news out here. I saw Tamara DeMonte at a restaurant. Yeah. And I walked up and said, hi, I, you know, I'm opening a skincare center out here. And if you ever need any, you know, lifestyle type stories, I'm your girl. And she did, she did like four stories on me before mm -hmm. she moved and away. And I think too, you know, just like publications, the news, the news outlets are looking for content as well. You know, I mean, they're looking for creative stories. They're looking for, um, you know, something that might be different and really come to the table with something different. Yeah. You it's got to like, be fresh, fresh. It's got to be fresh. So, you know, like fortunately a few weeks ago, Janet from KMIR came out and she did a feature story on a class that I created here at the studio that's brand new. And why is it important that people come to this class? What is the class? Do I need to go? <laughs> yeah, you do need to come. Of course you do. And you know what? I mean, it was crazy. The room was packed today. And I looked at my roster and I said, am I on the right day? Because so many people had pre-signed up. And I really thought that I was on the wrong day. And then I had somebody just even before class ask me, do you think you're going to add this class on another day? And I said, I'm contemplating it, actually. I said, I kind of wanted to see if this was going to be a viable class. And clearly the room was packed this morning. So, so it was a, it is a viable class. Uh, but it was also, here's another recommendation for, for those um, who are listening. Do surveys. Constantly ask your clientele what they want, what they need, 
<laughs> it's really, really important because you're serving them. So what my wants and what my needs may be very different than what theirs are. So if you're there to serve and you're there to give back, then you should really be satisfying what their needs are and then be able to fulfill that for them. Gosh, so I mean, you upon- can speak to that. That's your marketing message, yeah. in, you know, in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. So I was able to gather information and my clientele came back uh, telling me that they um, wanted more of these four things, which is I created a class on yoga for balance, flexibility, strength, and core work. So I focus completely on those four areas in that class. It's very different than any yoga class, although yoga is weaved through the class. So far, it's working out really, really well, but I had to ask them. Yeah, to find out how to speak to them to fit what they really wanted. I love that. That's a good idea. Do a survey and then start offering new things in your business. Women love new things too. You know, think about how you feel when you get a new pair of shoes. It's the same way when their local spots offer something new, it creates excitement in the community. Yes. And it it actually lets them know too, that you're not going anywhere, that you're excited about your business, that you want to continue to grow. You want to continue to serve them, that you're not just giving, you know, cookie cutter, (laughs) cookie cutter, or, you know, that it's just stagnant. You got to constantly keep it fresh. And you know what? It's like, it's a lot of work for us on our end, but at the same time, if you enjoy what you're doing, you can make it fun. Yeah. I like to do new things. I just introduced a new service at my spa and women are freaking out over it. So what is it? (laughs) It's, it's, you know what, I'll have to invite you in for one on me and then you can share it with all your yogis at your studio because it's phenomenal. I'll explain it to you. I won't bore our listeners with my facial story, (laughs) but I'll certainly tell you when we hang up. Oh, good. (laughs) So I want to talk about what you're doing now because you kind of moved into this business. You overcame a bunch of fears. You set it up. It's successful. And this is really when we as business owners should be brave enough to step into something new. And you did. Mm -hmm. And it's available to everyone listening in. It's an online yoga platform. And let me tell you, there are two people. I'm going to introduce you to all of my flight attendant friends via the internet because I would have loved to have this around when I was traveling. Mm. And also when I first started as an esthetician and I would go to my little treatment room and there would be nobody coming in all day long, I would bring yoga DVDs and listen to them and do them. Now people can do them on their iPads or their phone, even if they tap into your new platform. Correct. Yes. So tell me all about it. And then first of all, tell people where they can find it because I know they're going to be curious. Yes, it is uh, www. It's my first name, Bronwyn, B-R-O-N-W-Y-N, my last name, Ison, I-S-O-N.com. And I created this platform based upon feedback that I've had over the years. I have a lot of people who travel. Um, They're in and out of our area. I have a lot of Canadians, a lot of people all over the United States. So they come here to visit maybe for three or four months and then they go home and then they were like, Oh, I go home and I don't have anything like you. And, and you I, are. I, wish, I wish you were online. I'm like, ah, and I had one of my mentors about five, six years ago, get online, Bronwyn, get online. And when I look back, I'm like, gosh, I should have got online. But at the same time, I wasn't ready for it, Lori. 
I needed to go through this journey. I needed to learn. I needed to be around people. I needed to understand how to run a business. So I took the leap of faith. I worked on this for a good eight months, uh, put it together. And now I have a whole video library. I add classes monthly and it's a really nominal fee of $15 a month and it's a monthly subscription. They have access to all of the classes. And then in 2018, I'm going to really ramp up uh, my platform. So people will just have to stay tuned and watch what's coming. And I'm not just saying this because we're on the call together. Uh, you guys, she is the best yoga teacher ever. Oh, thanks, so, <laughs> Thank <seriously>, you. Like, <laughs> you push me just enough to make it a challenge, and then you help me improve in a way that makes sense. Like, I, I went to a yoga class, I told you this yesterday, in Hawaii, and A, I thought I was going to break in half, and B, the lady was such a soft talker that I was annoyed at the end of the class because they could never hear what she was telling me to do. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, we all have a, a different way of teaching and I try to add humor and I make sure that people are doing, you know, what they're capable of doing, but then yet challenging them so that they can progress. But I think what, you know, the message that I always want to convey to people is that when I look back and you're asking me all these questions um, and, you know, I, I'm thinking, you know, I've really had to do everything in a way of being fearless and while I've always been scared doing it, there is a woman that I really love to listen to. Um, and she's, um, she advocates, do it scared, do it scared. And That's I thought, wow, that make- really hit me one day. I was like, oh my gosh. And you know what? I was, I, I've probably done about 10 things in the last year that I was so scared to do. And you know what? The fear is so much bigger and the outcome is so much brighter and better. And you're like, oh man, I feared that. Like, look, I came out on the other side and everything's working. So that's what I would want to share with your listeners. Like, just do it. I mean, the worst thing is you're, I mean, so, so what? Get up and do it again. If someone tells you no, that you're not going to be on the news or that they don't want you to write for them, forget it. Go to the next, move on. It wasn't meant to be. You know, I just say, if someone doesn't want to be a part of my journey, then they're not a part of my destiny and that's okay. And we just move on. And doing it when you're scared is powerful because I remember saying to one of my mentors, but I get so nervous and she goes, that's all right. All that means is you really care about it. So if we Mm -hmm. knew that about our fear, like it's because we emotionally are tied to it and we're excited. That's really what a lot of this fear is. Getting out of your comfort zone is where the magic happens. Exactly. And coming out on the other side and then looking back and just saying, gosh, that wasn't so bad after all. I mean, I think fear is, it is, it's our worst enemy. And, you know, yeah, I still fear. I mean, there's still things I'm scared of, but I'm like, you know what? I mean, I kind of see where I've been and where I've come to. doesn't mean that I don't have other fears or, you know, that I'm not looking at things going, oh, geez, I don't know if I can do that. But I just keep trying. And you know what? Just maybe it's baby steps, just work towards it. Like you can take baby steps to get there. Sometimes I think we put too much on our plate and we have all these expectations of ourselves, pull back and just approach it, you know, a little slower and just gradual, just, but you'll get there. 
I love it. And you speak from a very genuine and authentic place. I've seen you grow over the years into an amazing business owner. And I know you didn't always feel like you'd ever receive that compliment from somebody, but you're doing it really well. Well, thank you, Lori. And, you know, I've appreciated your friendship so much. And I remember, you know, when we have sat and and talked and you were always very inspiring to me, of which I've always appreciated. And so you two have been a part of my journey and I've watched you grow and I've seen what you're doing. And I go, you know what? Like, I can do that too. And we're both Virgos. So I'm like, we got to be strong. <laughs> Here we go. We've got to get out of our own critical We've way. Get, yeah, <laughs> out of our own perfectionist ways as well. Um, but no, I, I want to thank you for your friendship over the years because you've also been very inspiring to me um, as another female entrepreneur. And, you know, it's it's tough, but we're both doing it and you're doing it so well. And I'm so grateful to be on today and grateful for your friendship. So thank you, Lori. Well, you know what? Thank you. I appreciate those kind words. And I guess with that being said, I'll let you come out of hiding in your yoga studio and and move along with your day. I'm sure you have afternoon classes and I promise to be back over there within the next month or so. Oh, well, I would love to see you and, uh, yeah, we'll just, we'll connect again soon, but I kind of feel like we've caught up. This is awesome. I know it's awesome, but it's not as quite as much fun as we'd probably have over a cocktail. So let's yes, put that I'm on thinking, the I, I the think books. I see, yes, this, <laughs> this yogi drinks wine. So I, I, I would love to have a glass of wine with you sometime soon. Awesome. Well, one more time, give them your, your website URL so they know where to find you. And it just hit me. I'm going to go on and sign up for it because this is what I could be doing in LA in the mornings when I don't ah, go to the gym. So, well, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, it's www.bronwyn, B-R-O-N. W-Y-N-I-S-N-I-S-O-N.com. And by the way, your first week is free. So you can go on, join for free the first week, feel it out, have a good time, and then um, just stay on and have fun with me. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being here today, Bronwyn. And we will certainly catch up soon. I appreciate your time and your your inspirational message that you shared with everyone. Uh, thanks, Lori. Have a great day. You too. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Beauty Biz Show. I hope this episode leaves you feeling inspired to build the beauty biz of your dreams. If you'd like to know more about how you can become a member of the Beauty Biz Club, the only professional success-based society designed to fuel your success by providing you with the ongoing resources that are needed to excel in the beauty industry, please visit beautybizclub.com. Again, that's beautybizclub.com. Also, if you'd like a copy of my free report, Top 10 Secrets of Successful Beauty Biz Practitioners, please visit lauricrete.com.